Welcome to the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. This is the exclusive show for our team members where it is all about the who, what, where, and why of this amazing show. But before we begin, here's some food for thought. Hello, my name is Dwight Edwards, and today's message is entitled Playing Our Part. Isaac Newton once wrote, If I've seen further than others, it's by standing upon the shoulders of giants. Many times the higher road is seemingly the lower one. To be willing to remain in the shadows in order to highlight someone else requires uncommon character. Consider the following example given by C.S. Kirkendall Jr., and I quote, Every young student knows of Isaac Newton's famed encounter with a falling apple. Newton discovered and introduced the laws of gravity in the 1600s, which revolutionized astronomical studies. But few know that if it wasn't for Edmund Halley, the world might never have learned from Newton. It was Halley who challenged Newton to think through his original notions. Halley corrected Newton's mathematical errors and prepared geometrical figures to support his discoveries. Halley coaxed the hesitant Newton to write his great work, Mathematical Principles of Natural Philosophy. Halley edited and supervised the publication and actually financed its printing, even though Newton was wealthier and could easily have afforded the printing costs. Historians call it one of the most selfless examples in the annals of science. Newton began almost immediately to reap the rewards of his prominence. Halley received little credit. He used the principles to predict the orbit and return of the comet that would later bear his name, but only after his death did he receive any acclaim. And because the comet only returns every 76 years, the notice is rather infrequent. Halley remained a devoted scientist who didn't care who received the credit as long as the cause was being advanced. Not all of us can be a Newton, but if a Newton, we can all play the shoulders for other Newtons. We can all play the part of Halley, and that, my friends, is no small part. Our flashpoint, sometimes being in the shadows is the strongest thing we can do. Hey, go out, have a great week, and you know what? Don't be afraid to be in the shadows. That may be the strongest thing you can do this week. Here we go again, another podcast. It is a Friday, it is a payday, and we are in the middle of Wad. Um, good morning, everybody, if you are in the listening party, uh, which is put on by Suzanne and the team, 9.30 a.m. on Friday. And if you're listening to this, the first thing I would like to do today is uh, briefly go back um, what transpired uh, since the last podcast. The first thing I'd like to mention is uh, what a phenomenal Easter weekend we had, starting with a Good Friday with a record dinner attendance of close to 700, then an Easter egg hunt that broke all kinds of record records, and uh, Easter brunch was a total sellout. I guess it was great training for Mother's Day coming up, but uh, more on that later. We are now, today, in the middle of the what? The World Oil Men's Tennis Tournament. And um, since this has already started, by the time you're listening to this, I know you may be uh, frustrated uh, somewhat with the parking situation, but hopefully you understand with this largest tournament uh, of the year, we need to do what we have to do in order to accommodate our members and guests and, and players that visit us um, every year. On that note, the WAD started here at the club in 1977 with 341 players, and I I believe we have as many this year, if not more, 
Um, so um, the format is three days of men's doubles and mixed doubles matches. And on the food and beverage side, the one member you will hear the name a lot of is uh, John Talbot. So when you see Mr. Talbot, uh, say hello. Let me get right back to the honorable mentions. You know, I hear stories all the time about many of you, how you um, uh, exceed expectations and do, do much more than as is um, expected. And I want to make sure to, to feature as many of you as I can. Thank you for all of you who have uh, nominated some to be recognized. So here we go. Here are this week's uh, honorable mentions. First is Nancy Castro in the uh, Youth Activities Department. She gets along with all her peers and always sets the example for the staff. Nancy transitioned from supervisor to assistant manager and has done such an amazing job at setting the standards and going above and beyond for the members. Nancy never hesitates to come up with great ideas that enhance our members' experiences. She is my right hand at managing the area and the staff. Nancy never hesitates to give a helping hand no matter who asks or what the task is. She just jumps in full force. She is always creating exceptional experience for the members and the staff. She has worked her way from being a kids club attendant to being an assistant manager. I feel she would be a great candidate to be nominated uh, to be featured during the podcast because her loyalty and dedication to this club is outstanding and she has grown a lot uh, as a person to be the person and supervisor she is today. In maintenance, we have uh, Basilio. Basilio Tazik is, he is a, a machine. Uh, I would like to nominate Basilio. He is always ready to assist no matter the project and he is always respectful and so helpful. Basilio always goes above and beyond to get things done and is very positive. He is a perfect example of hard work and a model employee. In food and beverage, we have nice notes about Rosa Barreto over in the Courtside Cafe. Rosa cons consistently provides outstanding service and goes above and beyond all the time. She maintains the Courtside Cafe operations on her own for the morning service while still attending to members directly. And I will add that Rosa makes the best chicken quesadillas and guacamole, especially for me when I ask because because of my food allergies, she knows exactly what I cannot have. So thank you, uh, Rosie. I really appreciate that every time. Then we have Nancy Hernandez and Amesio Aguillon. Uh, I'd like to see more employees like the two of them. They are knowledgeable about the work and they are always contributing as much as they can. Outstanding service and they go above and beyond. In fitness, we have nominated Maricela Padilla and Patricia Rosas. They provided exceptional service to members and guests during the National Senior Women's Clay Court Championship. And then finally, in security, Roman Polidor. Roman is the type of person that members will stop at the gate to say hello, to ask how his day is going, and they bring him treats like donuts. He is such a caring and jovial person, and he goes above and beyond to do anything you asked. Yes, Roman likes to pick on me too. When I pull in, he makes me stop and he gives me the uh, instructions of today, which I appreciate because I, I drive onto the club and have a big smile on my face because of Roman. I think Roman needs to be featured uh, at an upcoming podcast and I think we're probably going to make that happen. So here's your warning, Roman. I want to thank Rochelle, Megan, Adam, Dick Kishelnik, Armando for submitting these team members for their honorable mentions.
Welcoming new employees and returning HRC employees uh, are uh, Joel Rincon as a food and beverage steward. We have Margarita Resendiz. Oh my goodness, Margarita, I hope I pronounced this right. Uh, she just started with us as a line cook. We have William Baker, a new tennis instructor and tennis pro, whose grandfather, I hear, happened to be the president of Sagewood Country Club. And if you don't know Sagewood Country Club, it was the club that merged with the Houston Racquet Club and made the clubhouse and the Houston Racquet Club it is today possible back in 1969. Uh, congratulations on that, William. I look forward to meeting you in person. Esmeralda Torres, uh, a pool attendant. Uh, and then Justin Williams is back. Welcome back, Justin. And finally, we have Emily Madrid. She works in Just Chillin'. Pro Shop and Tennis. Did you know we have 19 tennis pros? Other clubs have three or four, maybe. That is how big an operation we have, and that's how busy we are. I'm sure you see that our courts are hardly ever empty, and um, they are a big reason for our success. So congratulations. We have, if you don't know, 19 clay courts and 15 hard courts, and we have been rated uh, in the past among the top 50 clubs in the nation by tennis magazines. And in uh, 2008, the Houston Racquet Club won the United States Tennis Association, the USTA Organization of the Year Award. Uh, Thomas Cook and President Bob Landauer at the time got to travel and um, accept a trophy on uh, the club's behalf. So um, next club events, again, the Easter party I mentioned and what's happening this week, as we all know, pool season is here. The Watt is upon us right now, of course, but the pools are now open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And the uh, Mother's Day brunch is coming up on uh, the 12th. Now, um, last month, I um, put a secret a five six digit code into the birthday cards we sign and apparently my handwriting is not <clears throat> the best <laughs> uh, for everyone to read and what it was uh, the code numbers were IPC insider podcast and a three digit number after that and only one of you actually emailed me that code and because of that uh, Sandra you are entered into the drawing that we will do today with Carrie's help for the uh, TV that Amanda Amanda suggested we would um, give away. Then the, the second uh, request I had to let me know who the Easter Bunny is and to email me, but only on the 20th during the Easter egg hunt, uh, about the Easter Bunny, who is he or she, and tell me one thing about them. And even though I got an email on the 20th uh, who the bunny is, it, there was nothing about the bunny itself, uh, about the employee that was the Easter Bunny. So I'm, the reason I'm saying this is when I um, uh, announce these drawings, please li listen carefully. The instructions, uh, in all fairness, must be followed. So uh, if you did not uh, have a chance to do that, no worries. We'll do another one. And so in May, it will once again include um, the codes in the uh, birthday cards and just go ahead and email me that code and anything else that you want to share to engage at HoustonRacketClub.com. I have gotten quite a few emails. We have uh, entered all those email names, uh, senders, into the drawing. And uh, the last thing we did, we had the insider staff all-employee meeting on the 23rd of April. 
Now, we took a survey at the end of the meeting uh, per text message. If you responded to that, you are also in the drawing. Final note on that is uh, the exercise we did with the 14 questions, four for each of you. We came up with over 340 ideas and feedback uh, that is yet um, being um, summarized for me, and I will follow up on that with you in future podcasts. I think my favorite comment was, is there anything that you're most proud of? And the answer was surviving Easter. Not sure who wrote that, but I got a chuckle out of it. Thank you. Finally, uh, one email I'm going to share is from uh, Sandra, and she said, I loved listening to you and Christian's podcast. It was fun and a little concerning watching Christian and hearing Christian sweat so much at the listening party as well. And Sandra, as I mentioned earlier, sent me the birthday code. So thanks for sending me that, Sandra. Uh, Here we go again. And uh, she also wrote, looking forward to the next podcast and to hear all that Carrie has to say. Okay, so at the last episode, you may remember I mentioned somebody, and I call her the muscle. Um, her co-workers call her the, um, what do they call you? They call you mom, and, and you need to yeah. explain that. But so today, in front of me, I have the muscle from the pro shop that makes me buy all this stuff I don't need, none other than Carrie Riley. Say hello, Carrie. Hello, everyone. So you know how this goes. You just go right ahead and tell us a little, a little bit about you. Uh, how, how did you come to the club, your family, your background, all that? Okay, so I started about almost 11 years ago. Uh, my brother, Robbie Clarkson, actually hired me. Uh, he was the manager at the time. And ever since then, I've been working here. I have two kids, uh, the ages of 13 and 10. Uh, both of them are special needs, but um, they're really easygoing kids. Um, but other than that, I mean, I just enjoy working here. I love everything about the club. Uh, family, I have uh, two brothers, three sisters, um, all halves. I am the baby, so I am the one that's spoiled. Um, but they do call me the mom of the pro shop because since I am the only one that have kids, you know, you know how that goes. So I, I, I do. I only, <laughs> I only have one child, and let me tell you. <laughs> so you lived in Vegas. I did live in Vegas, yes, for three years. So how, how did you end up there? What were you doing and, and why? Uh, so when my son was born, he had a heart defect. So um, actually, we found that out when I was pregnant. So then I had to stop working. I moved in with my parents. My dad got a job in Vegas. So we lived there for three years, came back. And not even a week after being here, my brother said, hey, do you need a job? So I started working in July. July of what year? 2008. Okay, so we just had a big anniversary last year, and um, <clears throat> you were pretty young when you had uh, children, right? I was. I was 19. I had just graduated high school when I had my uh, my oldest one, um, and then I was 22 when I had my youngest. Tell me what happened during Hurricane Ike, oh. which was my first week. I, I heard a little story that involves you and, and your child, and why don't you get into that a little bit? So thank you, Lindsay, for that. Um, so <laughs> I did not know I was pregnant. And the day I was working, I was having really bad pains. Didn't know what was going on. Uh, Vanessa, I was working with Vanessa at the time. And she kept telling me, go to the emergency room, go to the emergency room. I was stubborn and hard-headed. I said, no, I can wait till I get off work. Uh, about five minutes before closing, they she ended up 
telling me to go again and I was like you know I have to go because it was excruciating pain um found out that I was seven and a half months pregnant and I was contracting so they actually stopped the contract the sorry keep going it's okay yeah uh they stopped me contracting so then I was in the hospital for a week and of course that was during Hurricane Ike so I was brand new. It was my first week, and this is the first time I heard that story. You know, so so yeah. thank you, Lindsay, for yes. getting that out of her. I know she's very happy to, that you got that out of her. So yes. Um, <clears throat> well, you lived in Vegas for three years, but I know you like gambling, don't you? I well, do like gambling, but the only thing is, is I really didn't gamble when I lived in Vegas. Surprisingly, I was working. Um, my son was really young at the time. So I never really gambled there. Now, um, I'm terrified of flying, so I haven't been back except for one time. Um, but I would like to go again. But yes, I usually go to Lake Charles probably like once or twice a year. I know a few people who are terrified of flying too, you know, but um, I'm not going to tell you who they are. I love it, but my better half, not so much. Don't blame her. How do you um, how do you take care of yourself? I hear something about you like to get your what done, hair, nails, what, what? Yeah, I know that too. Yeah. Um. Well, my hair only gets done like twice a year. Uh, my nails I get done when I can. Unfortunately, with kids, it's hard, um, which a lot of people know. Um, but usually, I'm just working and taking care of kids. And when I have a spare time, I do like to go pamper myself. So. What about sports? Oh. I love football. I love the Texans. J.J. Watt is my man. Um, you will always see me in the pro shop on Sunday, and you will watch, You will have me watching Texans, any kind of football on Sunday. Um, but, you know, of course, if the member wants to watch tennis, then I'll change it. But, um, yeah, no, I love I love the Texans. I love everything. So, Favorite food? Uh, favorite food is Mexican food. Um, I do like some Italian, but Mexican food is my favorite. So speaking of Italian food at the last podcast, Mr. Sweaty Boy right in front of me who couldn't keep it together, but he pulled through. Oh my God, I thought he was going to collapse, but he talked about food. Do you remember what his favorite food is? Italian food. What kind? Pasta. Don't remember. Pasta, you got it. That's it. Pasta, pasta Alfredo. Hey, Christian, go take a shower. I know you got nervous listening to that. Okay, you can't be walking around sweating like that. All right, so J.J. Wad, Mexican food. What else? What do you love? Um, I love my family. I love football, football and family, and God. So, um. <clears throat> so you know, at the first Christmas party here at the club, I was dragged onto the dance floor by Ana Gloria and attempted to do what I think it's called the merengue. And Mr. Javier thought it would be fun to put the new general manager of Houston Racquet Club on YouTube. That's how I found out. Oh. Now, I hear there is similar video circulating. You want to you wanna speak to that? Yeah, no, it's just uh, a video on Snapchat that some of the girls in the pro shop thought it would be funny to snap uh, one night when we went to River Oaks. Um, I do like to dance. I like to make people laugh. Um, I encourage anything uh, that makes people happy. Um, if you like to dance, just dance with me. That's all I ask. And if you like to laugh, then just laugh. I mean, that's how you should live life. What do you love about the racket club, the pro shop? Just talk about that a little bit. Um, I like the racket club because the people that I work with, the members that are here, uh, they're all genuine. Uh, you really rarely see any fake uh, people that I work with or 
just members in themselves. They are very caring. Um, the club itself, I know I've been through a lot uh, with my family um, in the past, and the club has really come through and helped me out uh, tremendously, and I am truly grateful for that. And I just, the members are super nice. They are very interested in what you're going through at the time. Um, so you really don't find that in any clubs. Well, here's what your team said about you. You always give great advice. Everyone in the shop just loves working with you. You always have a positive attitude. You make them laugh. You're very cheerful. You're a great team member, always willing to help them out. And you always take in the initiative. I know that <laughs> because I can't walk out of there without buying something. I talked about that. You're a great salesperson. You're very convincing. Thank you. And um, you love to take on challenges. Talk about that just quickly. What do you mean? Uh, if you challenge me with something, for example, uh, your Astros hat, it was not easy to find. Um, and so we had to go why, out. Of, why is that? Because like big head? Big head, yes. Uh, since you wear an XL hat and Nike does not uh, really make XL hats for Astros. So I actually had to go around Houston to a Lids company to try to find an Astros hat. And then we got it uh, embroidered with the HRC logo. Well, it looks awesome. I got a lot of compliments on it, and I know you have another one on the way that I don't need, but thank yes. you so much. Yeah, no worries. My pleasure. <clears throat> okay, uh, finally to wrap this up, personal motivation, what drives you, and what would you like to share with your team? Just how do you, how do you go to work in the morning? What makes you tick, and what motivates you? Just give everyone a little bit of your, uh, your general um, attitude in, uh, in life. Um, well, uh, my children are what motivate me to go. Uh, they do have special needs, like I said before, and it takes a lot. So um, coming to work, uh, obviously you have to work to make money to, to provide for your family. So, I mean, that's what really motivates me and drives me to get up every morning. Okay. you have anything else you want to share with your team before we wrap this up? Um, yes. Thank you all for the nice words. Um, and I just really appreciate everyone and, uh, that I work with and everyone that I encounter every single day. Thank you for making this uh, very pleasurable to work with y'all. You're awesome. I pick on you because you sell too much, which yes. is a great thing. So uh, I'm going to share. If you don't know, uh, the pro shop manager's nickname is Mighty Mouse. And <laughs> I don't know. I, th I think you're, you're, you are. we got to find one for you, too, because you two and the rest of the gang over there. It's just phenomenal. Uh, it's just awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today. And uh, everybody else, uh, if you're ever interested in the, uh, in the uh, nominating process or want, or want me to feature somebody, please go ahead and uh, email me at engage at houstonracketclub.com. Carrot is one more thing we got to do. I promise everybody we're going to give away a TV today that Amanda thought would be a great prize. Are you willing to pull a ticket and please do not pull you know who? All right. Yes, I will be happy to. Let's see who we have. All right. All right. Drum roll. Drum roll. The name we, is? We have Karina from the front desk. Congratulations, Karina. Karina won a TV. Oh my goodness, congratulations. Uh, TV is in my office, so let's wrap this up. You and I and uh, Lindsay will take a quick picture. Let's get it into the HRC Insider and everybody listening to this podcast. Uh, Karina is probably nervous right now and everything, but let's make her feel welcome. Give her a big hand and uh, congratulate her. Thanks again, Carrie, very much. Thank you.
Thank you for all that you do in engaging with the Houston Racquet Club Insider Podcast. Let us know what you think and please make comments to engage at HoustonRacquetClub.com. That's engaged, E-N-G-A-G-E, at HoustonRacquetClub.com. And when you do, you'll be entered to win a great prize. Now go out and have a fantastic week.